Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Like, um, yeah, I think I broke my finger. I'm gonna Annie. The, if, if my girlfriend broke her finger, the first thing I'd ask is, How'd you break your finger? You know, she was just like, oh, I'll tell you about it when I see it. Yeah. Guess that's why you have a girlfriend and I don't. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Jeff Daniels Franchise Fortnites. Welcome to. Forks franchise Fortnite, as in Guy Forks, as in remember, remember the fifth of November last Sunday. Last Sunday, that's right. We're transporting you back. This is a period piece. We're transporting you back all the way to last Sunday. Um, it's Guy Fawkes night, and we thought, you know, do something a little different, have a little fun. Let's record outside on our deck. Yeah. So if you hear crackly in the background, yeah, that's um. That's fireworks. Yeah. What an atmosphere we're seeing. Anyway, you, um, you kind of glossed over my Jeff Daniels joke. No, I've, I've got a whole thing about it. Ah. But first, before... So we, I ruined your Jeff Daniels joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to ruin the flow even more, um, just a quick note that we are actually recording this on the deck that we shot our Movember ah. video. And uh, if you don't know what Movember is, that is a charity that we're doing a Cold Popshire campaign for where you can donate as low as a dollar to um, help as change high the... As all you the money you have as to yep to help change the face of men's health in new zealand uh and to celebrate that or to to coax you into donating we're each growing a funny wee moustache yeah um and so um, what was the um stipulation you put in oh yeah if we reach two thousand dollars we have to kiss yeah yeah Oh. And I guess we'll video it. Video it. <laughs> we won't. We'll do it in private for, <laughs> for no one. Because <laughs> if no one watches it, then it's like, then it's something we need to like sit down and talk about it. You know. I don't know. I think. I think. Yeah, we're we kiss a, all the time. I think camera. we're at a stage in um, <laughs> society where two men can kiss in the privacy of their own home. Disagree. And not have to make a big deal out of it, AJ. Um, however, despite how this sounds, and despite how we often start these podcasts, this is not a podcast about kissing. Uh, it can be, but <laughs> this is actually a podcast. Okay, what's your favourite kissing technique? Um, I like to uh, really like <laughs> scrape my tongue around the outside of her teeth and get like into the corners of her gums. Yeah. Yep. What's yours? Um, or his gums? <laughs> I was going to say it's very heteronormative. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I was hetero. Uh, I wasn't normative. <laughs> uh, you know, I quite like doing. Um, you know, just like, just a nice little peck on the cheek. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's good greeting. Um, this is a good farewell. This is actually a podcast where we review uh, film franchises. They <clears> have Jeff Daniels on them. The Cult Pops podcast, uh, we review film franchises in a thing called Film Franchise Fortnites, which is very confusing. Um, if you're listening, please leave a comment what you refer to us, to our podcast as. I'd like to know, is it Cult Popshire? or That's not a firework, that's a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're beginning to regret recording outside. I like it. I like the fresh air. Yeah, well, we, you have to listen to it. Yeah, it'll be nice. 
We've got wind guards on. It's all good. Um, So this this fortnight, we reviewed the four films in the 101 Dalmatian series. Now, a couple statistics. As you mentioned, Richard, this is our third franchise, which features Jeff Daniel in at least one movie, but not all of them. (laughs) The others were Dumb and Dumber and uh, Divergent. Uh, And now 101 Dalmatians. This is also the third dog-centric franchise we've covered the others being beethoven and lady and the tramp <coughs> and this is <laughs> okay no actually when you thought that was cars that's actually um the wind blowing trees onto a house next door it's a windy night and the trees in the house aren't going anywhere so <laughs> <laughs> oh well um and this is also the third uh like classic disney franchise that we're talking about including lady and the tramp as well another dog one and the jungle book is there any that have all three that are classic disney have jeff daniels and a dog centric it's this one. Oh my gosh it's it's 101 dalmatians um so the 101 dalmatian series um is a four film franchise as i said the first one uh is called 101 dalmatians spelt like the words 101 and that came out in 1961 um and that was directed by wolfgang reatherman hamilton lusk and clyde geronomy which i feel like are names familiar from the lady and the tramp episode Uh, (laughs) um Um, yeah yeah, i mean they they, they had three people directed lady and the tramp i remember that yeah that's true um, and it's based on the novel The 101 Dalmatians by Dodie Smith. And today I'm going to be cracking open a Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, and I've got a lovely glass of Coke Zero. You guys thought we were done. And I've, I've been making an effort oh, geez, to be more health conscious on the podcast yeah. um, by drinking water. Yeah. Um, but as I said, this is Diet Dr. Pepper, so it's got That's zero calories. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, so... It's still got that great Dr. Pepper taste, but slightly different. It's kind of... It's weird, but... Uh, what What is 101 Dalmatians about? Oh, yeah, I forgot to um, think about this. So, oh. um, cr- contrary to popular belief, so there's a guy called Roger who lives with his dog, Pongo, and Pongo narrates the film, yep. and he refers to Roger as his pet, which yep. is actually kind of like a funny like consistency yep. um, throughout the movie. And um, Pongo meets a lovely female Dalmatian at the same time Roger meets a lovely female woman mm-hmm. and they mate the mm. uh, Roger no <laughs> Pongo and the Dalmatian not Roger and the Dalmatian no well not uh, in this film yeah we'll we save that for the it. sequel but they have 15 Dalmatian puppies that's right there's 15 Dalmatian puppies yeah. in this film not 101 yeah. but then the villainous Cruella de Vil mm. makes an appearance and she wants to skin 101 Dalmatians for her big fur coat coat. and so through a series of mishaps uh, she ends up kidnapping all 17 puppies the two two parents and the 15 children Mm -hmm. as well as another what was it 84 yeah 84 Dalmatian puppies bring the total to 101 Uh, they end up defeating her yeah, <laughs> fireworks, and they end up defeating her, and then Roger and his new boo decide to adopt all one hundred and one puppies as their own. Mm. So yeah, that's that's quite a um, that's like you know how people think Darth Vader says, "Luke, I am your father," but he says, "No, I am your father." Yeah. The fact that um, Pongo and what's the girl Dalmatian called? I you don't remember this. Um, 
that they don't actually birth, they don't sire the 101 themselves. And even still, they would only... Oh. <laughs> it's barely coming up on the readout. We're good. Even still, it would only, it would only be... It would only... It would only be... It would only be 99 puppies. Yeah. I hope they can hear the fireworks, because otherwise it's going to sound so weird. No, mm. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that they actually, on their side, would side 99 puppies. That's true, yeah. would bring the total up to 101. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of 99, the number, uh, what do you think this scored on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> 99. No, it scored 98. Um, <laughs> then the next film in no, the yeah, series... It, it, it deserves it. It's actually, like... It is. It's out of, out of the classic Disney's we've watched, this is my favourite. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hundred and one percent. Yeah, this this is actually a genuinely really good film. Mm. Yeah, I liked it. <clears throat> the next one in, that came out uh, came out in nineteen ninety six, and that was called One Hundred and One Dalmatians. It's gonna be horrible to listen to. No, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> it's right. called One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Came out in nineteen ninety six. Uh, that was directed by Stephen Herrick. And what's that one about? <laughs> it's got the exact same plot. It's, yeah. a, it's a live action remake. Star- although it now stars Jeff Daniels and Glenn Close. Glenn Close playing, of course, Cruella the Devil. Cruella de Vil. Cruella the Vil. Um, no one who speaks German can be an evil man. Yeah. So as being the, the second film in the series, what do you think that scored on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'd go I sub 60. Hmm. That's a, that's not fair. What? <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but what? Well, I'm just saying it's get not, something it's more not closer fresh. to home. Okay, forty-eight. Uh, thirty-eight. Very okay. good. Um, not quite there. I though. would I would have said closer to thirty-eight, but I was thinking mm. it might get nostalgia mm. goggles. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a very that film is a, is like the ultimate uh, late well mid to late nineties Disney family film both it and its sequel which we'll talk about now and that sequel was called 102 dalmatians came out in the year 2000 directed by kevin lima what's that one about pretty much the same plot it's crazy isn't it why make a live action sequel you would never you would never get a a sequel to the equivalent of 101 dalmatians today like it's like four years after the (laughs) it came out who cares only getting close and and her assistant returning but yeah, yeah so it's like it's here they come. That's, <laughs> That's worse why than we the stopped fireworks. doing it. <laughs> yeah, so this one is Cruella has been rehabilitated, mm-hmm. and she now she comes out of jail. She loves puppies, but unbeknownst to everyone around her, she uh, the sound of Big Ben will, will make her hate dogs and love fur again. Of course, it's set in London, so that's unavoidable. But yep. There's there's a couple of weird things in this. So she comes out of jail and uh, there's like Owen Grufford's in this movie. The, he plays the Gruffalo. And what? And the and the no, uh, um, you know, I don't know how to say his name, but he's he was Mister Fantastic. Ah oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he owns like the Second Chance Dog Shelter, yeah. and then Cruella's parole advisor. Oh, and so the connection to the first one is that. The new owner of Dipstick, who was one of the... Oh, these are really fucking close. <laughs> how exciting. They're like in our front yard. I can't see them. From my yeah, that, that's how close they are. <laughs> um, so, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Dipstick, who was one of the puppies in the first one, yeah, uh, has a new owner, and that's Chloe, who's like the main character in this one. Yeah, who looks like way too similar to Anita, who's Roger's wife from the first one. Yeah. That I was like, is, she, is Anita in the? I, I can't. Like, where's Jeff Daniels? Yeah, because like, because, because uh, yeah, I was like, why? First of all, why are the puppies with different owners now, or the dogs with different owners now? That's kind of. It's kind of tragic. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't really explain that. And then they cast another blonde Englishwoman. Because the whole English first woman. one's like, we're never giving them up. Yeah, yeah. And they cast a blonde Englishwoman to play Dipstick's new owner. And she just looks exactly the yeah, same Yeah, and there's, there's also there's one called Oddball who doesn't have any spots. Yes. And they make a huge deal about how she's really sensitive about not having spots. So don't don't use the S-P-O-T-S word yeah. around her. But they called her Oddball. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, it's like in the first in the first one. Mm. There's one called Rolly, and he's mm. the fat one. Mm. And it's like, well, don't call him Rolly. <laughs> you're just you're, you're like condemning him to a life of just. I'm gonna name fetish. my child stupid idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, he's yeah, that- sensitive about the fact that he's a stupid idiot. <laughs> that, the uh, CGI that's oft used on Oddball specifically is particularly bad as well. Yeah, I um, think the, the 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 version I watched was low enough quality that didn't actually. Yeah. The, oh my gosh, you guys listening to this, you got to understand how we find these movies. Often you can't get the DVD, you can't even download it anywhere, so you got to find like some obscure stream. And every time you click play or pause, it pops off to another virus-ridden like uh, website, and it's like then trying to Chromecast it at the same time. It's a whole thing. And then you can't even get one that's above, like, 240p. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this is my least favourite thing about watching these. My, my other complaint about that was, like, a weird thing. So, they... Uh, Chloe starts a meeting with Corella DeVille. Mm-hmm. And it starts with, like... We're, we're told that... Because there's, like, a rehabilitation centre. It's usually for animals, but Cruella went there. And the sound of Big Ben on the TV turned all the animals' rehabilitations off. Mm-hmm. And so... It then cuts to Big Ben going off and Chloe's like, oh, that's so loud. Shuts the window in her office. So, if you don't know, clock's time on the hour. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was like, oh, okay, we're starting a scene and it's on the hour. Then, like, we have a five-minute scene and then Big Ben goes off again. Yeah. Are we led to believe that this... this yeah, what are you trying to play, uh, Kevin Lima? Like, are we, are we supposed to believe that this is some kind of magic clock? Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of clocks which have 12 numbers on them, what do you think 102 Dalmatians scored on? Uh, 31%. Really? That's way <laughs> yeah. too high. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my least favourite of the four mm-hmm. that we watched. Anyway, uh, the next one to come out was 101 Dalmatians 2, Patch's London Adventure, which came out in 2003, directed by Jim Camerud and Brian Smith. What did you think? What was that one about? I'm going to make it a little side here. Die Dr. Pepper. Yeah. It's not very good. No? No, I bought like an 18 pack of it today. Oh, no. Boy, like, it's just, it tastes really artificial and like, Give a us little a, bit like acidy. Pass it over here. Oh, jeez. Oh, we're, we're set really far away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Alright, I am now sipping the Diet Yeah, it's, oh, jeepers. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is. That's just like drinking a chemical. Yeah, it's very chemically. So, yeah, I've got, uh, like, another 16 of these to drink. Sorry, I'm just turning this into the background. We're still going. Cool. Right. Um, so, what's 101 Dalmatians uh, 2, 
Patch's London Adventure about? So it's a direct sequel to the first one. Mm-hmm. And so you've got this little one called Patch who has like a... So this is animated. Yeah, so it has a, an, an, he has an animated circle around his eye yep. for a spot. So that's how you identify him. <laughs> yeah. But basically, like, there's the show called Thunderbolts. Thunderbolt? Thunderbolts yeah. Adventures or something like that. Yeah. And they... All the puppies idolise this this guy Thunderbolt, but uh, one in particular, a he's a dog. <laughs> one Lovely in particular guy. is Patch, yep. who you know wants to be. He wants to stand out. We're shown that he doesn't kind of stand out in the one hundred and one, and to the point where when Roger and uh, what's her face <laughs> end up deciding to move everyone to a farm, yep. they just forget about Patch, and so. Patch, meanwhile, runs off to this new, like, Thunderbolt auditions, mm-hmm. and, like, he he auditions to become Thunderbolt's new sidekick, and then there's this whole, through a series of misadventures, Thunderbolt thinks that he's going to get replaced, mm-hmm. and so he decides to do a good deed in real life to, like, earn his place on the show. And so, Patch and Thunderbolt, armed with Patch's knowledge of... Thunderbolts TV series. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Look, dude, you'll be able to hear them inside anyway. I know. But it's just <laughs> We're just embracing the chaos. Much we... like... Yeah, and so anyway, Corella Deville's back as well, and she's trying to steal all the puppies again, but Thunderbolt and Patch end up saving the day. Yep, and uh, the female Dalmatian's name is Perdita. So we're not sexist, we just don't well, remember well, stupid the, names. What's the... Um... Anita. Anita and Perdita. Yeah. Ooh, that is dumb. Um, so, uh, we're probably a little bit sexist, though, to be honest. But, um, uh, okay, so 101 Dalmatian 2 Patches London Adventure. What do you think that scores on Rotten uh, 63. 67%. So, you know. It's good. It's good for what it is. It is. It's, it's, it's the best straight-to-DVD Disney sequel I think I've seen. Yeah. Except maybe Lion King. Was Lion King straight-to-DVD? Lion King 2 is straight-to-DVD. Yeah, that one's better. But yeah, Lion King 2 is really good. This, um... Uh, Patches London Vigils actually received quite po- like positively among critics as well. Yeah, because there was also a TV series, correct? Yes, well, we can talk when, more about it, or the, we can talk about it now. Yeah, when like. did the TV series... Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the TV series came out in 1997, so before Patches oh, really? London Adventure, yeah. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. But it kind of acts as a prequel to the series, right? Because uh, the series takes place on the farm. Does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um... It's it's this this makes it this is interesting though because this is a franchise which um, has its original then swaps to a new live action continuity and then does a TV show which is another continuity because it's got a different art style and everything uh, and then comes back to the original movie's art style and animation so it like it, it like you know floats out into the vast space of franchises before it, it returns home. Do you like fireworks? Do we have any still? Should we light some? <laughs> yeah, we do have some in the lounge. Yeah. Could be a fun way to end this this episode. <laughs> Just the really, really fucking loud noise. Um. So, what did you overall? What did you think of these films? Uh, I would go my my ranking. Yeah. I'm just gonna go straight off the bat. Ranking. Oh, I go first animated, second animated, first live action, second live action. Mm-hmm. Agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred one percent. One hundred. No, no. Just 100%. Um, yeah, man. I think, like, I was looking forward to watching the first live-action film. I was real excited about it because I remember it just looks like it's like a fun family movie. And yeah. it's like, 
that you know they don't really make family movies like that anymore not that they're that good necessarily like your flubbers and your inspector gadgets and, mm, and things beethoven's like yeah yeah um but i don't know it was just kind of shit like yeah. the the so part of the problem is that they they bring in jeff daniels powerhouse of an actor i love jeff daniels um right off the back of dumb and dumb yeah 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 exactly he comes in and he's he plays roger and for the first maybe half of the movie you get to know roger and anita in tandem with the dalmatian characters Mm. and so it's like this cool like oh yeah there's a human dog story and then in both in all films well actually no probably just not patches london adventure because that's almost all dog yeah um like right around the halfway mark they cut off the human style the human style the human storyline human head yeah yeah uh, completely and it's all dogs which is okay in an animated film where they can talk but in the live action when the dogs don't talk yeah and so you're just watching dogs face off against Cruella de Vil a whole bunch of times you're gonna you're gonna hear something that you've never heard before on film franchise fortnights not fireworks but you know you probably can't hear that but just Oh my Richard, god. Richard, stop Dr. peeing Pepper. on me. Dr. Pepper. Not a fan, man. I just poured the whole the rest of the can out. What are you going to do with the rest of the, the cans you bought? I don't know. Should you go pour them out right now? <laughs> I spent like 20 bucks on that. <laughs> now, how much was it? Like 12 50 or something like that? I wasn't. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't know. buy them. It was too much. Maybe it was a 12 pack for 18 It was 18 50 Yeah, it was 18 yeah. for a 12 pack, not an 18 pack. So. Yeah. so I have only got. Oh my god. <sighs> I'll just bring them to work and just like give them out to people. Yeah, hey. Happy uh, fireworks. Yeah, we've missed. Happy everybody. fireworks day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they are like they're interesting films because the, the, like the first one is real good. Mm-hmm. The animated one is actually a really good movie, but and then the second animated one is just like fun, but the the live action ones are just shit. Like yeah, they missed the mark pretty badly. If, if you'd asked me like a few weeks ago what I thought of the live action 101 Dalmatian movies I don't have I wouldn't have had any memory of them but I would have said like oh they're like yeah they're, they're, they're fun they were, they were they're, they're a period of their time they're a product of their time but yeah. uh, but Glenn Close is great yeah yeah like it, like you know it's just like one of those things you say to like you, I just assumed that she would have been well received in the role man she's bad in those films <laughs> I don't know if people agree with that necessarily oh, I, don't, I just thought she was real bad like just not enjoyable to watch. Like, you can get a performance like that where you get an actor, like, chewing the scenery. Yeah. But, and she kind of was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I saw that happen. Oh, my gosh. They're not stopping. Uh, these are peaking so... <laughs> oh, my... You can definitely hear this. Look, I'll, ta- I'll, cut, I'll cut these ones out in the edit if they're that bad. I'm sure they're not, though. Look, we talk. Look, and me talking, that's almost as loud. It's not as sharp though. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, Glenn Close, yeah, like, yeah. There's just something because Corella's actually actually a really cool character. Yeah. And so, the, and then to to have this kind of like weird, very, yeah, it just wasn't Corella. Not what's my a, Corella. What's another Glenn Close film? Hook. Oh yeah. Wait, she's only like, doesn't yeah. she like just have a cameo? In yeah, there? and you can't even tell it's her. She's dressed as a man. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of Cruella Deville, she is uh, quite revered among sort of like not just Disney villains, but like villains in general. And I wonder if that's because um, 
she she sort of went like the movie came out in 1961 she's kind of like the original character design reflecting um the personality because like i wouldn't have been able to um i wouldn't have been able to to perfectly draw Cruella de Vil if um if i saw her you know if someone's like draw without looking at her i reckon i'd get the nose wrong and and, and that sort of thing but like well, i do not re- a good enough drawer yeah yeah i do remember the the sharpness of her design and she was actually animated like there was someone specifically animating corella deville and i don't know yeah i i, I think she's, she's a cool villain and, and oh, she's we'll, a great villain. we'll talk more about this later that there is in fact a cruella film coming out in the ah. not too distant future starring emma stone mm. um and it's a prequel and that's all the information on it so i don't need to bring it up later <laughs> yeah like i don't know there there there's a great character but then uh just that like that sort of style of villain from that kind of movie and the, the punishment they get mm. ah, i'm not a big fan of it yeah one other thing that the movie kind the live action remake kind of like uh, does does in a weird direction like goes in a re- weird direction with is the um so roger in the original uh, animated film there you go roger in the original animated film is a uh, music composer so that's his thing is he he plays a piano and he's the you've heard the cruella de vil but that's him singing the uh, 101 dalmatians actually isn't a musical despite what you know, being an old Disney movie, it's, it's like yeah, and it's got like an incredibly famous song, so you'd kind of yeah, but yeah, it's I just not thought it'd be a yeah, yeah. It's it's just that's his that's a song he writes because he's a musician, um, and to in, in an effort to transpose that into the uh, modern era in the the live action remake, uh, Roger is a a video game designer, uh, and he's designing a video game about Dalmatians. It's a two D point and click adventure. It's a two D point and click adventure in nineteen ninety six, which was right on the verge of both Super Mario sixty four. And Crash Bandicoot. So he's like, and he has got no idea. Like he's making these like, this is awesome. This is going to revolutionise. Nah, it's not because you're about to be completely like that style of game you're making is about to become it's like months away from <laughs> from obsolation. Um, so yeah, but um, the the uh, at the start he's testing the game with this kid who's apparently like a real real good at judging if a game's gonna do very well or not and the kid's like nah it's no good mate it doesn't have a good villain it's only a yeah. dog catcher and girls won't dog. like it girls won't not even girls will like this he says yeah, yeah. Um, he says quite sexistly <laughs> and then um, yeah then towards the end of the film uh, after the whole Cruella de Vil debacle uh, Cruella de Vil is now the villain in the game and and the kid, the kid likes it, and 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 he thinks that. What does he think, uh, dude? He comes to the conclusion that even even girls will like this one. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell, like, this episode was never gonna be the most interesting. Is your alarm subject, going off? Yep. Bins out for the boys. We have got to put the bins out, man. <laughs> yeah, now it's gonna be vibrating on the table. And- um, well, yeah, that's the worst audio <laughs> intrusion of this episode. <laughs> um, Did yeah. we record an episode last, Garfords? I don't know. What was this been a year ago? Would have been um, uh, Moulin Rouge this time last year, I think. No, but no, like, no, it was just after Moulin Rouge. I got the notification. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, well, maybe it was between. Yeah, I remember last year I posted a status being like. 
Does it feel like there's way more fireworks tonight than there is any other night of the year? <laughs> um, yeah, what's interesting though is this, this will be dated by the time it's released, anyway. <laughs> in the in the um, in the 2D point and click game that Roger makes, the Corella Deville they use in the game isn't the same exact same design as the Corella Deville from the, the Dalmatians are. Yeah, for the Dalmatians are. It's like and it's not even like they edited it to make it look more like Glenn Close. Yeah. Which you'd think would be what they did. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then in, um, in, on a similar kind of uh, path there, in um, 101 Dalmatians 2 Patches London Adventure, Cruella de Vil does have a... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Have a role in that film. Um, and you see her, she's down on her like no one lets her into fur stores anymore because she wants to skin puppies, which I feel like you'd probably be in prison for. But anyway, yeah. Um, she, but but, but we, it is established in 102 Dalmatians that stealing puppies is a worse crime than yeah, stealing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, that's true, you know. Um, she she is rejected from a first door, so she goes back to um, her car, her like dented up car, and turns on the radio, and Cruella Deville is playing. So like Roger made in both in both realities, <laughs> Roger like capitalised on this woman <laughs> to like to advance his own career. Yeah, no, that's a good point actually. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Cruella gets any royalties though. I doubt it. He probably should have changed the name. Yeah, because he he's writing. You you hear him like playing with the tune, and then Cruella comes over and he's like Cruella de Vil, and then so that's that's where it comes from. Dalmatians are pretty dogs, eh? I was watching these films. I realized Dalmatians like, are good dogs. When, AJ. when was the last time I saw a Dalmatian? Yeah, I feel like they were <laughs> everywhere. But there used not. to be like fireworks. Like everywhere, like you couldn't avoid them, <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> um, "Yeah." So I don't know. I feel like these movies are probably someone's favorite. I'm probably not going to watch them again for the rest of my life. Maybe the first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one is one I could like show my kids mm. when they exist. Check it out, kids. This is a film that Daddy had to watch once. <laughs> um, we're gonna swiftly. Uh, move along now to a segment that usually finds its way towards the end of the show and maybe this is the end of the show. Uh, this is a segment called Continue the Franchise where Richard and I, in an effort to to um, to squeeze more, I was trying to make a spots pun, nothing's coming to mind. We're going to continue the franchise. We're gonna, our our neighbours over there, our new neighbours are like hearing Are they new? This. Yeah, they're new. Maybe they'll stop stealing our fucking bin. <laughs> I wonder if they're, they're looking over and they're like those guys doing a podcast? Man, they're cool. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave their bin in their front yard. <laughs> um, continue the franchise. This is a segment where we continue the franchise with a sequel, a video game, whatever we can think of. Um, I feel like tomorrow you're going to message me and be like, dude, we can't release We can't. It. We have to re-record it. <laughs> um, so there was a TV show, as we said, released in 1997 called 101 Dalmatians, the series. 101 Dub Dub. 
Um, it was a very intelligent, dark show. <laughs> yeah, it's have a very high IQ. It's incredible. Alright, we're back. Sorry about that. Chaos is ensuing. It's the end of the world. Um, I don't know what you guys last heard. I might put a little, like, a moment of silence in there just to... Just to really drive home <laughs> how long we've been waiting for you to <laughs> correctly. I don't know, like, maybe last you left us, AJ was trying to enter in his password, and he fucked it up, <laughs> and he knocked the microphone out, and I kept on talking, Yeah, uh, unbeknownst to the viewers. What we were talking about was 101 Dalmatians, the series. <laughs> uh, and this... <laughs> This this uh, this was a cartoon. It had a different art style, and it focused on three of the Dalmatians of the 101, which seems like a waste. <laughs> um, and they were Lucky, Rolly, and Cad Pig, as well as a That's chicken right. named Spot. So maybe That's I remember Cad Pig. They should have renamed the um, the series to not 101 Dalmatians, but the three, three Dalmatians, Dalmatians and a chicken. chicken. Um, and that that was their adventures um, taking on Cruella Deville. It went for two seasons, consisting of how many episodes? Do you think? Uh, Twelve and fifty-eight. That might be correct. <laughs> how many episodes altogether? Uh, Seventy. How many episodes do you think a 101 Dalmatian series would have gone for? Seventy. No, you're wrong. 101. No, 105. Um, <laughs> and so that, yeah, that aired for two. But there were two seasons. One was like 12, and one was like however many else you need in that. Yeah, equation. yeah. Yeah, um, I saw that actually. But yeah, um, well, yeah, one was like four times the length of the other season, which is really Yeah, weird. yeah. Um, and then uh, Dodie Smith, who wrote the original The 101 Dalmatians novel, she actually wrote a sequel to the original novel. After that, the TV series? Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, that was, it was called The Starlight Barking. Um, and Cracked.com refers to it as an insane acid trip that slowly mutates into a David Bowie rock opera with an alien dog messiah in it. Um, so this is roughly what I could approximate happens in the the novelised sequel of um, of 101 Dalmatians. Uh, in the story, the, Dalma the Dalmatians wake up one morning to find that every living creature on Earth besides dogs have fallen asleep. Okay. Uh, the Dalmatians then fly away because they can fly now, as well as read minds and they no longer need to eat, which, I mean, is a that's not really a superpower, it's just handy, but also kind of sad because, yeah. you know... Well, you don't, you don't need to, but you still can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess. I guess so. Uh, one of the Dalmatians, Cad Pig, as we mentioned ah. before, uh, assumes the role of Prime Minister. <laughs> and uh, then she forms a cabinet of other dogs. And the dogs are then visited by an alien dog named Sirius, who tells them that he put everyone to sleep and gave the dogs powers because he has grave concerns of Earth breaking out into a nuclear war. Do you think Sirius Black is named in a reference to the starlight barking? Yeah, I do. Uh, he then offers the dogs of Earth a place on his home planet. They say no. So that's <laughs> that was the sequel that no one knows why Walt Disney did not pick that up to adapt into the the second. That is really strange. I wonder if there's any like obscure ref I mean, this cat pig. But I wonder if there's any like obscure references to that in the TV series. I think I'm getting bit mm. by mosquitoes. Oh. I like it was really hot today, so I put on shorts and now I'm regretting it. Man, not look only, across this vista, man. This is beautiful. We live. Um, in central Auckland, and um, we're, we we have the the benefit one of the one of the few benefits of our house is that we we actually um, live on kind of like a a slight incline, yeah. Um, so we can see across the whole city, and you know I've never seen that before. I've never seen 
multiple parties of fireworks going off. In yeah. Well, what's what's the opposite of a benefit? A downside. Downside. There's a lot of downsides to that house as well. Yeah, yeah, that's um, Don't be jealous, listeners. Yeah, do, do, not, do see, not be jealous. Just because we can see fireworks. If you saw fireworks on Sunday night, you've, you're, you're the same as us, but you don't have to live in a shit house. Um, yeah, the, uh, one, of the, one cool thing that I have done involving fireworks is uh, New Year's Eve 2015 going into 2016, I was on in a rooftop pool in Phuket and... Turns out the part of Phuket I was in um, doesn't really celebrate New Year's. They just, everything shuts down because it's a public holiday. But went to the roof of the hotel and it was like, yeah, we were like looking at my watch and it's like, oh, it, it should be soon. And then we're like, oh, you know, are we going to know? Because like the clocks are synced up. And then it was like, as soon as my watch, like I wasn't wearing a watch. As soon as the time clicked over to 12, it was like in all directions, just fireworks wow. at, the, at the stroke of midnight. That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I once went, um, this didn't happen on New Year's and doesn't involve fireworks, but your story reminded me of it. Um, <laughs> I once went with two of my, my buddies, we went to a place, uh, not in the Marlborough Sounds. Um, Coromandel? No, nah, it's like near Blenheim. You have to go through Blenheim to get there, but it's not Nelson. the Marlborough Sounds. No, it's like this lake. Anyway, we like, were staying like there. Like Topol. And, um, it's not Topol, it's the opposite direction. Yeah, it's on a different island. <laughs> um, and, we, and one of my friends was like, hey, let's go skinny dipping in the, in the lake. And I was like... AJ, are you just telling the story so that you can talk about the time you saw some boobies? No, they were dudes. All right, hey, I'm not judging. Hey, well, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not going skinny dipping. They were like, it's dark, no one's going to see anything. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. And we walked out to the lake, and we all got naked, and we waded in, and there were bioluminescent plankton in the lake, and it oh, was... Nice beautiful and i'm here since standing like every movement you make lights up the plankton in the lake and this is one of the most like romantic and spiritual like places <laughs> in nature i've ever been and i was with my two naked friends <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool that's, yeah yeah that's, that's cool. That, um that'd be a good place to like propose or something like yeah that. naked in a, in a lake in a lake uh, complete aside note mm. like this has nothing to do with anything but have you ever seen or heard of a show called naked attraction uh, remind me, it sounds familiar. So, it, it, currently on in, in New Zealand, it's on um, Friday nights, 9.30 on TV2. But, like, so this show is, like, you get a, a man or a woman standing in the middle of this, like, stage set. And there's, like, six columns that are completely covered. And yep. so... No, keep going. There's no point. <laughs> um, and so, the, like, the... <laughs> in an attempt to like articulate my story with hand movements i knocked the doctor can over but yeah there's they so the there's like these little these like tubes and they're opaque but they have like a screen that lifts up so it'll lift up and you see like uh someone's legs and then I've seen them. The person goes, "Oh yeah, so why? What do you think of all these legs?" And they go, "Oh, you know, like these, these are these ones, and these ones, and these ones are all good." Uh, and then they lift up a bit more, and so you you see their genitals, and it's oh. like one hundred percent just their genitals, and like it's nine thirty on a Friday night, you can see uncensored genitals on your TV, and then so based <laughs> Richard on Richard Martin twenty seven, <laughs> based on this, the person has to go. 
all right, I'm eliminating two of them based on what I've seen so far. Mm. And then they go up more to the chest. Or I think they do a tw- the twirls well so they can see their butts. So it starts off with like a man evaluating girls based on this. And so then, and then you know, you see their breasts or just their like chest if they're a male. And then they go, okay, these two are out. I don't like them enough. And then once you don't like them enough, it, it, you show you shows them their face and then they come out, they have a hug and one of them's naked. And then, it, and then eventually when it's down to like three people, it shows their face. And that's when the person deciding gets naked as well. And then they have to decide on two people. And then they're like, all three of them are standing there completely naked. And I was like, I was watching it. And I was like, I cannot imagine being confident enough in your body to go on that show. Like, they're not all like models. Yeah, there's like, there's one guy who had like the most lopsided testicles I've ever seen. Like one, like drooped like two inches lower than that other one. It was insane. And like there was like a fat dude and, and he and he got till she saw his face. Wow. And then she was like, Yeah, no, he's and then so the guy was like, sweet, if like this model girl can be attracted to me, even though I've got a tummy, you know, maybe I can get a date the old fashioned way. And I was like, You didn't need to <laughs> show your naked body to the entire world yeah. to draw that conclusion that it if you just be yourself like a really unhealthy way to oh my uh, god it's like like so I was, I was at work right yeah and I, I, I have access to, like I have a screen that has like like all these channels on it and then I was just like I was doing my own business Richard works up. as a minority reporter <laughs> and is actually what the profession is and that shit don't just let me have this <laughs> and then I'm just like huh that's a uh, that's a black dick that's uh, that's and I was huh. like cause I've heard there's, there's a lot of complaints about the show and I was like eh you know a bunch of old prudes I was like yeah that's like literally like naked bodies on your TV and I, like, I just thought you know it's a bit of a sexy show older people don't like it no like yeah no okay mm. this is pretty Pretty, you know, pushing the boundary. Mm. Anyway, that didn't have anything to do with Hundred One Dimensions. Have you ever but, seen but a you spotted being, dick? You being naked thought it made me think of that. I have seen a spotted duck. Yeah. Yep. Was that it was good? Good. Was it? Did it belong? Was to it delicious? <laughs> um, spotted ducks are pudding. Sorry. Was so was naked attraction? You'll continue the franchise or like what's <laughs> yeah. going on here? No, uh, no. Just a story about you being naked and and yeah. currently with no other avenues to discuss <laughs> pop culture other than this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt I had to. Um, all right, so here's my continue the franchise. Oh, sorry, and they're making a Cruella film with Emma Stone, as I mentioned before. Oh, is that like a sequel? Or? Uh, it's a prequel, yeah. <laughs> like a, you initially just like ran with being like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but then you realised that that was actually the only um, other piece of information you did know. you know, Cruella de Vil can be sympathised with. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they do it. I don't think they can do it because I don't think you can sympathise with someone who skins puppies. I think that's about my limit. <laughs> um, like you, are, you, you're still a Harvey Weinstein fan. <laughs> you still love Kevin Spacey, but oh. skinning puppies is too. Do you know far. by the time this comes out, there'll, there'll be, be some one. other yeah. actor. Um, who is it? Let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Message us and tell us who's <laughs> come out in the last week. There was one I saw today that was like. A small one, but it might have actually just been another allegation about Gates Spacey or something. Mm. Oh, um, Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's that, had a that few. Was, that was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but there was there was a girl's like, yeah, Harvey Weinstein and Steven Seagal tried, yeah. both tried to force me to their high towers. Anyway, off topic. <coughs> d- depressing. All right, so my, my continue the franchise. You've had 101 Dalmatians. You've had 102 Dalmatians. So what's my continue the franchise? 300 Dalmatians. 
16 billion Dalmatians. (laughs) It takes place on a different planet. This film is about Cruella de Vil escapes from whatever and she's so obsessed with getting Dalmatians that the government's like, all right, you can have them. And they transport her to a alternate reality where there are 16 billion Dalmatians and she has to like escape this house. She has to skin them all. <laughs> and that, well, you, you begin, this is how they'll make you sympathize with her is that she begins to have to like be like, okay, I have to escape here. It's like a post apocalyptic thing, but instead of zombies, it's 16 billion Dalmatians. Yeah. There's a, behind us, there's like some like the real lame fireworks that just go like, and it's casting like a green and red shadow on our house that's like a, a moving thing and it's like why can't all fireworks be like that you know it's it's making our house look nicer which mm-hmm. is a difficult task and it's not making noise hmm. why can't all fireworks be like that yeah anyway Mike team franchise <laughs> very good AJ thank you that's louder than the fireworks okay well Mike team the franchise my, my one's sort of different because it's as much a continue the franchises as, as it is like a um, replace part of the franchise. Because mm-hmm. so Cruella, uh, 100, 102 Dalmatians starts with Cruella. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, these ones don't have a pop at the end. Mm. Anyway, much so, like 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> so 102 no Dalmatians pop. has uh, it starts with Cruella being rehabilitated yeah. and she actually genuinely loves these puppies she wants to do everything she can donate she's got like 8 million pounds she wants to she really genuinely wants to help all the puppies and then uh, Big uh, Big Ben goes off and she's back to insane old Cruella but I would I would love to see I reckon it would have been a way cooler plot if there was ended up being another villain and it's like Cruella actually genuinely is rehabilitated and but the thing is that everyone thinks she's still evil so not only is she having to deal with like genuinely trying to do right by these puppies and defeating the other villain but she now has has to also deal with she's in the spotlight because everyone's like what is she planning mm-hmm. and i like when, when i was compared to like the episode of the simpsons with saja bob and his brother cecil is that like bob actually is nice but he's he's fixed by the end like throughout that entire episode and then he only goes back to being a sideshow bob because they wrongfully imprison him yeah which is kind of weird that like yeah they actually f- made Bob like yeah. a functioning member of society for a while. Would your um, new villain be named? Um... Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that looks like something went wrong. Yeah, that actually genuinely scared the shit out of me. Holy crap! I'm sure they're okay. Like I'll- they're close enough. Like normally you see the flash first and you're like oh okay expect a loud noise that one these ones are so close that it was at the same time that it's just this like flash of light and like sounds that haven't been heard at all tonight <laughs> oh my god um, and like like I f- that looked like it went wrong and it could have quite easily it's a cloudy night so it's looking very Stranger Things season 2 at the moment with like the fireworks yeah. going off behind the clouds I'm expecting to see a a shadow Trangular. monster. It's a, they call it the shadow monster. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Trangular. Um Would your villain, new villain, to replace Cruella de Vil be called um, Sinister Le Souffer? Yep. You know? So he's like Lucifer? Oh my god, I didn't even get that. Yep. Alright. Cool. 
You want to read out some fan mail? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, we've got a bit of fan mail this week. Uh, Josh Monson, who's not really a fan, he's part of Cold Popshire, but he likes to be included. So he wanted okay. me to read this comment out. He, he commented this on the raid. He said, Hey, Cold Popshire family, minor recurring guest in the CPU... Uh, the cult popter universe, I guess. Um, Josh Monson here. I like how this time AJ was the one attempting to derail the podcast. <clears throat> uh, didn't watch the movies, just here for the banter. Love your work. Looking forward to my long-awaited return to the guest st- seat. Not going to happen, Josh. Uh, I have listened to every episode and love them all. Please do the Beethoven movies. Classics of my childhood. Cheers. <laughs> uh, thanks. Well, Josh, uh, you'll be happy to know we actually have already done the yeah, Beethoven. You can, you can and also, we don't take requests anyway, so it wouldn't no. have mattered. If, uh, if David Brown commented on the raid. Uh, yeah. Our favourite our favorite uh, commenter. Hey. Here's one of them. Here's um, one of them. He said, yeah, boy, the raid movies, please... The Raid movies, please, part three, happen. Soon these movies... Oh, sorry. I made you sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, boy, the Raid movies. Please, part three, happen soon. These movies are awesome, and so are you guys. Please happen. Soon these movies are awesome. <laughs> uh, and we also got a comment on our new Instagram that we made a couple weeks ago uh, from a guy named Mark's Records, or Mark's Records. He commented on the Dumb and Dumber post we did on Instagram and said, I love the podcast. Some are grittier than others. They're particularly good when you have a bit more structure. And... <laughs> But I always laugh. Glad you fixed your audio situation too, lol. Isn't this a good audio situation <laughs> to, to come back? Oh, it's funny. Records. You're going to love this one. <laughs> the uh, audio situation could refer to a myriad of <laughs> stages yeah. of this podcast. Are you talking about before we had um, a Two good microphones? microphone? Are you talking about when we when we only used one microphone? Are you talking when we about- tried to, to, to do the uh, dynamic thing and sit on either side of the microphone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how one of them sounded like we were underwater. Yeah. Are you talking about um, how there was that time that... Um, we tried uh, to record in a blanket fort, and it just was <laughs> That real... one sounded good. Yeah, we had a nigga hot. Out. Oh, for a, for a while on this podcast, I peaked it to 10, to plus 10, because it was too quiet. I didn't know how the compressors worked. Anyway, maybe, I, I don't know which one he's referring to, but thank you, Mark's Records. Maybe it's Mark Records. <laughs> Mark Records. Um, Shrek. He said he likes the ones that have a bit more structure. Uh, and good audio, so I'm, I can just safely assume he's probably not listening to this one. <laughs> he's really giving up on it. Mm. All right, that's all I have to say. Yeah. 101, this is what I'm going to call this episode, 101 things about 101 Dalmatians <laughs> you didn't know before. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up. I need to go to the toilet. All right. Do you want me to just wrap up? You can just go to the toilet. <laughs> no, nah, nah, well, I'm, uh, I mean, I don't know if I trust you to... No, we'll talk you about it next week. No. Anyway, what are, um, usually what we do now. Yeah, usually what we do now would be a thing called franchise roulette, where we would randomly select a the next franchise. But we're doing a special episode next week. Uh, we're doing a crossover. Um, Karen Bennett from Crits and Giggles, which you guys should check out. In the meantime, uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. In the meantime, more like. <laughs> That's like. Um, what have we seen? What have I seen recently that references the Dreamtime? Have you been reading Aboriginal folklore? Oh no, it was the Pornscape I'm thinking of, oh, right. and, um, and Big, Big Mouth. Mouth. Yeah, the, the, the meme time. <laughs> um, yeah, the the uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, check out this this podcast, Crits and Giggles. It's like it's it's a game of Dungeons and Dragons that's sort of ever changing in each each episode, each podcast episode. Yes, is like the newest. Um, <laughs> Just wait. 
is like the newest chapter in that. And so they've got one of their guys is going to be as overseas at the moment. And so I'm going to be my my character, which is being invented specially for mm. this this storyline, is going to be brought into the story. And you know, shit's going to go down. And to do and to advertise each other, Kieran's going to come on our podcast. I'm going to go on his, and we're going to be doing the Dungeons and Dragons movies. Of which there are three. They exist. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of of you guest starring on podcasts, you've you've been a little, you've been around, you've been a little. I have been. Uh, we, I also we, uh, I also guest starred. We a skanky boy on another podcast. He, he, it sounds like you're slut shaming me a little bit there, AJ. You're a slut, Richard. You uh, should be a. So yeah, I guess that on uh, a podcast called Two Thumbs Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a couple of guys from America. They've got. It's, it's in its early days. It's only a few episodes, so you'll breeze through their back catalogue. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no sweat. But they have. They, they, it's sort of like a just shooting the shit kind of thing. They have. They just have different. Uh, episodes, uh, what's it called topics every week, and and they just talk about. It. And I guess start on talking about one of my favourite things of all time. Now we've got an airplane to deal with, uh, the Simpsons, and talking about how it should end, should it end, and then. We talked a little bit about Lost Finale. I defended it. And then, oh my God, this is this plane. And then we talked about The Walking Dead and how it sucks now. Yeah, that's great, Richard. I wasn't really listening. Did you say that your favourite thing was dealing with planes? Check that out. And uh, Christian from that is going to be guest starring on our podcast. At some point in the future, I need to email him <laughs> and make it clear. This can't be the way he finds out. Christian, if you're listening, uh, hopefully I've emailed you in the last week. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we will be getting you on at some point in the future. But we actually are running out of episodes for this year. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, yeah. And again, apologies. if you guys uh, like fighting prostate cancer and testicular cancer and uh, depression, then please donate to our uh, Movember page, which there'll be a link in the description. Uh, and that 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 URL is Mo Space. No. Mo, no, Mo Team. Co forward slash cult hyphen popcher moteam.co forward slash cult hyphen popcher and um, our goal is a thousand we're up to at the time of this recording we're up to about nearly 500 yeah so nearly halfway and if we get to 2000 or if, or if okay uh, also uh, I, we want to get to a thousand as a team but i would also love to get to a thousand as a person when you when you donate, it automatically splits it between both of us, or you can donate to one of us specifically, and it still puts it yeah. towards the team total. But if you get $1,000, you get a harmonica. So now I've got my own little side goal. So feel free I, to donate to me specifically. Yeah, I don't, I don't need a harmonica. So Just donate to Richard. It'll go towards the team still. So uh, anyway, yeah, donate to that. It's, a, it's an amazing cause. We don't receive any profits from it. Although <laughs> if we get enough profits, I will receive a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll I will learn it, and I will upload me doing a song on the, yeah. the of Japan. And if we get to two thousand, we'll kiss. If we get to three thousand, we'll have sex with each other <laughs> <laughs> live on camera. Um, do we have like I don't know? Do we have rich enough friends that like they're gonna? <laughs> you can also find Cole Popsha stuff on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram. We were actually doing thirty days of thirty mo's. Yeah, so hashtag thirty days thirty mo's on Instagram. Every day we're gonna be posting a different moustache from pop culture or history and a little write-up as to why it's a significant moustache. Cool, and we've got a few more things coming out of the pipeline that I'm not going to talk about yet. Um, so don't bother bringing them up. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. So check us out next week. In the meantime, check out Two Thumbs Down. 
These are just the fizzy ones, so they're not too bad. Oh no, they're not. Oh, betray. Anyway, I've never felt so betrayed by a firework. Uh, anyway, now AJ's gonna enter his password again, and so we might cut out. No, we're good. Oh, my, I'm actually covered in itchy bites. This is That's awful. great, man. Anyway, uh, yeah, check out Crits and Giggles. Check out Two Thumbs Down. They're both great podcasts, and I'm I, on I haven't been doing jack point. shit. Like, I've been <laughs> on no podcasts. But no, AJ, you've been doing your... Video oh, my essays. video essays. Yeah, we're doing video essays every Monday on uh, YouTube and Facebook. Because you know what the world needs? More video essays with yeah, do you know what the world sub needs? 40 More views. More AJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so check them out. The the I've done ones on Blade Runner and uh, the new trailer for the new Mutants X-Men movie. And Creepypastas, I did one for Halloween. Um, which was a nice little one because that was one of those things where you start and you're like, this is... This is a weak idea. Yeah. And then I've like had... Like doing Beethoven on the box. Yeah, but then I've had some really nice feedback about the Creepypastas one. So check that out. That was a, that was a lot of fun to do. Um, All right. Catch yeah. us next time on Jeff Daniels Franchise Fortnite, where we're going to be doing the other Jeff Daniels franchise. Ah, oh, what is it? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 